With tax cuts around the corner, potentially interest rates going down, and articles like this coming out suggesting that property prices in Sydney alone could increase by 23%, it really creates some mad FOMO in the property market. So in this video, I wanna dissect exactly what predictions look like from really renowned people, and why they're suggesting that we could have a really big boom in prices over the next two to three years. If you're interested in what my thoughts are, definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you are interested in buying property and investment strategy as well, then definitely book a call down below. It's free, it's a discovery call, so you can figure out how we help clients go and not just scale up from one property to two, but potentially going out to building a property portfolio, giving you financial freedom. So if you're interested in any of that, you can visit the website down below. Now, I saw an article come out a couple of days ago and it said Sydney home prices to skyrocket by 23%. Of course, that's gonna catch my attention because, hey, no one can afford to buy property, especially that in Sydney. So how are we gonna to expect to see prices go up by 23%? Well, let's first jump into what they're saying in this article, and then I'm gonna share with you what my thoughts are around where we're placed in the property cycle as of right now in 2024, and what I think is gonna happen over the next couple of years. Sydney home prices are expected to grow by as much as 23% over the next three years, according to new data. The report from property industry analyst and economic forecaster Oxford Economics Australia predicts relatively slow home growth will persist across Sydney for the remainder of 2024 financial year before gaining pace in both FY25 and FY26. According to the Residential Property Prospects Report, which forecasts property prices and rental market to 2026, unit price growth in Sydney will outpace that of house prices through to the end of June 2026. So. Just pausing there, I assume the reason why units will outpace houses is purely based on affordability. But one counter to this is that we've just seen the government come out and suggest that they're gonna rezone plenty of areas in and around Sydney, which will include zoning changes that allow for more units to come and be developed around key strategic areas in Sydney. Now, although this is great because it produces so much more supply, it's something that people need to keep in mind. Because while we may see a couple of years where units catch up and prices are higher than houses, you need to understand that buying apartments over houses can only mean one thing when you have an increased amount of supply. It means that your property better be unique because if they're gonna start popping up all these towers around you, the value of your property starts dropping because there's not enough demand to keep up with the supply. Now over time, of course, you've got the supply there, the demand sort of catches up and that's when we start seeing prices higher. At the moment, given how construction is, you know, pretty much at a standstill, we've got units about here. Last couple of years, yes, we've seen demand increase and we're probably getting to the point where people are still needing a place to stay. And with affordability constraints, now we probably have demand higher than we do supply. And that is probably why they're suggesting prices go higher in the short term. But if you're investing in real estate, you're not investing for the short term you're investing for the long term, so just keep that in mind. Oxford Economics expects unit prices will grow by 23.4% over that period, with house prices expected to rise by 15.8%. That would take CoreLogic Sydney median unit value past $1 million figure to 1.029 million, and the median house price past the 1.5 million mark to 1.62 million. These numbers are absolutely wild. Imagine going back like 20 years ago and saying, hey, you know that property you own? Like, it's gonna be worth 1.6, but you bought it for like $3. Yeah, he's like, yeah, cool story. Capital city performances have diverged in recent months. Total listings have risen in Melbourne and Sydney, a trend we expect will continue in coming quarters, acting to slow price growth. 
said Marie Kilroy, report author and senior economist at Oxford Economics Australia. Tower winds will serve to propel prices in Perth, Brisbane and Adelaide. Low levels of advertised listings and affordability in pockets will prop up prices in these cities next year. Interest rate cuts from late 24 should boost credit availability, accelerating broad price growth once again. That is going to be the key part to this is we can keep demand higher and increase levels of demand depending on what interest rates do as well as what banks do. If the interest rates start coming down, naturally your borrowing capacity increases. But if you couple that with the banks also loosening up their conditions and going out there and saying, yeah, all right, we want to give out some more loans, then that could ultimately mean that you have this influx of all these people coming in to buy. Now to pour gravy onto the entire situation, tax cuts are coming in 2024 which means you could be on the same amount of income, the exact same interest rates are out there and the exact same bank lending conditions and you might be able to borrow an extra fifteen dollars to $20,000. That is gonna change up the game for a lot of people. In regards to Sydney increasing an estimated 10.3% over 2023, Sydney's median house prices estimated to have exceeded its previous peak in December quarter of 2023, reaching $1.6 million, the Oxford Economics Australia report reads. I think they just made a mistake there. However, the pace of growth is slowing, a function of an additional interest rate lift in November and rising total listing volumes. Fading demand stamina is showing through in softening auction clearance rates. The report from Oxford Economics Australia expects this trend to continue through early 24, resulting in house price growth of only 3.3% and 5.2% for units in FY24. With the context of a growing dwelling stock deficiency, the return of interest rate cuts will drive the next acceleration of price growth from late 24 onwards. They expect that the relatively cheap price point for units to help back stronger growth near term, Sydney median house and unit prices are forecast to increase by 5.9% and 8.3% per annum respectively over the next two years to June 26. So why is June 26 so important? Well, if you want to find out, you need to smash that like button. It sort of unlocks the next part of this because we ultimately... Uh, you see what I did there? Yeah, now you liked it and now the video continues. The reason is because I made a video on this channel a few times around the 18.6 year property cycle. It is developed over years and years of data, like hundreds of years, not just using Australia's data because we're quite a young country, but also using the UK markets as well. And what's very fascinating is in 2026 is when it's expected to be the top of this entire market. So they keep referencing 2026, we're gonna have all this amount of growth and everyone's gonna be loving life because interest rates will be cut. But then in 2026 or 2027, we start having the decline of the housing market purely because we have some economic pressures worldwide. Not just here in Australia, but worldwide. Now, the last time we experienced this was the GFC. So if you're gonna play it out the same way, we may not get as affected as we did last time, or it could be a lot worse. Now, I'm definitely not an investor that sits there on the sidelines and says, well, this year might be the year that everything crashes, so I'm not gonna invest. Oh, and this is the same year I'm not gonna invest. Oh, and this is another year I'm not gonna invest. Oh, it's also the same year I'm not gonna invest. Yeah, it's been five years I haven't invested and prices have now doubled. Yeah, now I'm gonna buy. And that's when people get wrecked. So you need to have a clear investment strategy despite what people come out there and predict, including myself. Now QBE also came out in 2022 and they gave a prediction of what they thought the market would look like in 2025. As I started reading through what predictions look like, let's see what they were predicting in 2022 around employment rates as well as the cash rate. As of writing this report in March 2022, our population in March 22 was 25,890,000. As of right now, recording this video, which you might see in a couple of days, it has just passed 27 million. 
So now our population in the period of just under two years has increased by like 1.1 million. And I don't think we've increased that much of housing and that's where our problem lies. Now here are the forecasts they've got in the blue, which is 2025 forecast. So in October, 2022, it was 2.6 and they're predicting in 2025, the cash rate will be 2.6. So of course there was inflationary issues and now we're at 4.3. If we did see about 150 basis point cut, we would see the cash rate closer to about 2.6. So I think they're gonna be right on here because I do expect over 24 and 25, we probably get 100 to 150 basis points cuts in the cash rate. The employment growth here will go down to 2.2% because in August 22, it was 4.4% and unemployment will rise to 4%, whereas in August 22, it was 3.5%. Now this here, I think is gonna be the concern. Unemployment will rise a lot quicker. It's something that moves slowly and then suddenly. I think we have the perfect recipe for that starting to play out, especially with so many industries getting affected with the higher cost of borrowing. There's also the suggestion that in 22, we were getting 6.1% growth of CPI. It will be 2.5%, so within that barrier, that could play out quite well, depending if we avoid a recession at all. Everyone can go out there, make predictions, and at the end of the day, everyone is wrong. What are your thoughts on what you think the market could look like in 2026? Do you think property prices continue growing over the next two and a half to three years? Do you think the 18.6 year cycle is just all made up and it's actually not gonna play out? Or do you think this is playing out exactly how it was predicted and Accordingly, you wanna see how you could prepare. So if you're interested in what my thoughts are around how we can prepare for a market crash and what I would be doing over the next 24 months, definitely leave me a comment down below with a house, the emoticon, or just type in house. Then I'll know that you've watched all the way through. I hope you guys have enjoyed this one. Subscribe if you haven't already. It's good for your health, apparently. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks, guys.